Hey, it's Matthew from That's Matthew, and you're watching Disney Channel. Wow, that's more like it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to That's So Matthew. I am so excited to have a very special guest here with me today, Celeste from the Wait and See podcast. Say hi. Oh my gosh, hi, guys. <laughs> And today, we are so excited to be talking about the 2000, no, not 2000, the 1999 DCOM, Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century, whoop, whoop, I'm so excited. This is also probably one of the most iconic DCOMs I think ever created, up there with High School Musical, Teen Beach, Cheetah Girls, all amazing franchises. And I am just so excited to talk about this movie. I have not talked about it yet. That's kind of why we're talking about it. That was kind of a dumb comment. But before we get into that, Celeste, if you want to take it away and talk a little bit about your podcast, what you do on there, introduce yourself to the listeners, you can do that. All right, totally. So my name is Celeste Lynch. Um, I have a podcast called Wait and See, which I started um, in the quarantine. And I do basically a little bit of everything on there, just talk about my life and I like to have guests every once in a while so it's kind of just a mixed bag oh that's so exciting podcasting is literally one of my favorite things I've ever done with my life honestly like I started my podcast almost two years ago in March 2019 this is coming out during March so like we're really close to the anniversary I'm so excited I have a very exciting episode planned but podcast is so exciting. And if you are listening and you've ever thought like you want to maybe be a YouTuber, but that didn't work out or you want to be a blogger, podcasts are for you. So I think you guys should be a podcaster. And it's like kind of trend. I feel like it's kind of trendy now. I've seen so many like teen podcasters. Like I know. I and feel the like fact that you started before was cool is like even better. I know. I was in eighth grade when I started that. I was like a tiny little child. Uh, but yeah, podcasts are, I, you're right. They're totally trending. I feel like celebrities are really getting in on the podcast game too. Like, yeah, like, I feel like there's also like a lot of like tell all podcasts, like the bachelor is like everyone starting a podcast celebrities. Like, and I think it's super cool because like, it's a growing community as well, my fun fact for today, I always like to give a fun fact about myself for the episodes, is actually about a podcast. It's my podcast, obviously. And so today, one of my teachers overheard me talking about my podcast. I was in person school today, and they ended up um, like playing it in front of the whole class. And I was kind no. of embarrassed. <laughs> And I just was like, oh my gosh. And it's so embarrassing because like he thought it was like we were talking, he listened to the one about Cheetah Girls. And he was he was so confused because he has like no idea what the Cheetah Girls are. But he thought it was like super funny. He listened to like 10 minutes of it. And I'm just sitting in the class, like, oh my gosh, like turn this off. <laughs> but thanks for the stream. Really appreciate it. Getting those numbers up. Most so. definitely. <laughs> that is just the funniest thing to me and he's oh like God. wait I should come on your podcast and I was like oh what are you gonna talk about <laughs> it was first so yeah it was it was it was so funny and that's my fun fact for today is that my teacher played it in front of the whole class I've never been so embarrassed ever <laughs> and but he was like really excited and that was like 
he was like, oh my gosh, you do this for like a living. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't really make that much money off of it, but I do it for a living. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. But like your podcast is good. It's nothing to be embarrassed of. It's nothing to be embarrassed of. I think it's just like my voice, like editing for me is a no-no. And like the fact that the whole class was listening, even yeah. like the virtual people could hear it. <laughs> oh, no. I, I do get roasted for it sometimes at school and I'm just like... Oh, yeah. The roasts. I've literally gotten so used to the roasts, everyone. But, like, mm-hmm. I feel like we're scaring all, like, the potential podcasters away. But, like, yeah, no, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. bother you. But, like, you might lose followers on Instagram. <laughs> no, literally, I started my podcast Instagram because all my friends told me that I needed to stop posting about it. <laughs> okay, they're so supportive. <laughs> but, okay. <laughs> Let's get on track and stop, yeah. like, scaring away all potential podcasters. And let's get into Xenon. So, like we said, Xenon is super iconic. It came out in 1999, which is, like, not that long ago, but, like, kind of long ago, because that's, like, 22 years ago, which I was not alive at that point, so I can't, like, say I was a huge fan at the time. (laughs) But it stars... Oh, I always say her name wrong, because I feel like it's... I think it's Kirsten. But it might be Kristen. I don't know. I can never tell the difference between the two. And it's like the eighth time that this name has come across when I'm talking about a decom. I'm going to say this one's Kirsten Storms. And she plays Xenon as well as Raven Simone and so many other amazing people. And this film is like one of the first decoms. It has the old Disney Channel logo on the cover. And I'm just so excited. And so Xenon is actually based off of a book. Fun fact, I did not know this. It's based off of Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century, which is a children's book. And as honestly, I was like looking at the picture and it looks so different, but I think it's cute. (laughs) But it's, I honestly like Disney Channel book adaptations can either go really good or really bad, but I have not read the children's book. So I can't like say. I didn't know how many decoms actually were based off of books. And at the end, because I listened to your Cheetah Girls episode before. Yeah, Cheetah Girls. you mentioned how it was, um, like, based off a book. And so I noticed that, like, at the end, and I was like, what? Or maybe at the beginning. I noticed in the movie they said that. Yeah, no. Uh, that episode is so funny because I did not know it was based off of a book. And Tori was like, oh, my gosh, I read the books as a kid. So nostalgic. And I thought that was, like, super cool to, like, get a, a perspective but if you guys haven't listened to the Cheetah Girls episode yet, you guys should totally go do it. Tori was amazing. I think one of my favorite episodes. Um, but yeah, so Xenon's also based off of a book, but a children's book. So I think that kind of changes that di- the dynamic. I can't speak today, everyone. This is going to be such a random episode, everyone. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but it's okay. We got to match the vibe. And it is written by Stu Kruger, Krieger, Kruger, I don't know, directed by Kenneth Johnson. And yeah, so it's also 97 minutes, which is actually a really long decom compared to like the usual length, I think. Yeah, definitely. Like it felt like kind of a long time when I was watching this and I was like, I had seen it like two times before. Once I watched it as a kid with my cousin and I had no idea what was going on. Uh, but I also remember like watching it over spring break from last year because I like decided to like watch a bunch of decoms um, and that was super cool but then when I rewatched it it just felt like forever I don't know if it was like same for you I think for me I watched it kind of late at night it felt like a normal movie like it didn't feel like it was 
it felt like a short movie, but not like oddly short. I really, at first I was like kind of confused and then it made more sense like as I watched it more. Yeah, because I feel it's not like a long movie compared to like a movie you would go see in theaters, but like for a decom, since like I watched these like two to three of them every single week, like it just felt yeah. longer than usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like not too bad. And also like Kirsten Storms is like amazing. The only reason I know her, and this is like such a funny story, she's on a show. It's a soap opera called General Hospital. Oh my god. <laughs> and my mom watches that soap opera. And so I was like dying laughing because me and my sister always like laugh about it. It's like general hospital. Like it's it's like never ending. It's a soap opera. It's never gonna end. Yeah. But no, Kirsten Storms love her. And Raven Simone too. Amazing. Mm-hmm. She's I never she aging. Was... She's oh gosh, never yeah. aging. I kind of thought that Kirsten Storm looked like I don't know if you're like familiar with this show, but like um, you know the show Clarissa explains it all yeah I thought that was her and I looked it up and I was like wait no it's not but they they look very similar they do I honestly didn't see it until you like mentioned it and now like I can't unsee it in a way (laughs) yeah it's so cool I love it okay so now because I feel like I'm all over the place I need to get myself back on track and now we're gonna talk about our first character which of course is Xenon Carr and is played by Kirsten Storms uh First off, I want to say that this movie takes place in like 2047, which is 28 years from now, which is super exciting. And I feel like another like a really weird fact, like I wasn't going to wait. I was going to wait till the plot to say this, but they like mentioned that like Chelsea Clinton was the president. (laughs) And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And like, I honestly forgot about Chelsea Clinton. So like I looked her up. And so like I did the math. And, like, they're saying that, like, if, if she were to, like, become president, she'd be, like, 70 years old during her presidency. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was just, like, laughing because I feel like at the time, like, they just, like, just thought that that was, like, a good idea. Mm-hmm. But, like, because I feel like Bill Clinton was president at the time. So, like, I, they're, like, oh, my gosh, Chelsea Clinton. Woo-hoo. But, like, yeah. it's just, like, I feel like it just was really, like, weird watching that, like, considering, like, Hillary literally ran for the presidency. Mm-hmm. But, like, maybe 2049, I'm assuming, hopefully I'm still going to be alive. You never know. You can't rule anything out that maybe she will be president. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I think they really wanted to emphasize the fact that it was a female president because it's been all male presidents. Yeah. And I feel like that was sort of, like, very intentional. And also, like, the fact, like, I feel like if they would just, like, set a random, like, like person, like, made up a random person, like, it wouldn't have, like, hit as hard. Like, that sounds so weird to say. Like, yeah, it's... It's at the beginning, so it's, like, kind of captures you. You're like, huh? Yeah, and they're like, oh, Chelsea Clinton. It's like, oh, you're like, oh, I know Chelsea Clinton. So, I don't know. It just was, like, really random, like, that they said that. And I was like, wait, what? I actually really, like, rewinded it because I was like, wait, 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 wait. But, no, they said Chelsea Clinton. And so, yeah, I just I thought that was funny. Just wanted to point that out. This is such <laughs> a random podcast, everyone. I'm so sorry. But, you know. Welcome to Xenon, the 21st century. So it's a Xenon, pretty random movie. <laughs> it is a random movie, so I feel like it just fits the vibe. Yes. <laughs> so Xenon is a teenage girl, and she is in the orbiting space station, which is exciting. I honestly, personally, would not want to live in space, but that might just be me. I feel like it's kind of yeah. scary. <laughs> I feel like it'd be pretty cool, because I thought that she, like, might have more connection to the outside world than she actually did but I realized how like confused she was about earth and then I was like 
hmm, maybe it's not that appealing. Plus, it's like the same, probably like 100 people who she's been living with like her whole life. Something about that doesn't sit right with me. Yeah, like, uh, this is so weird. But, you know, she's like kind of socially awkward, which is like a whole mood. Uh, but then also the thing about her is she's very like kind like she means like the best but she's also like adventurous and like she's kind of a troublemaker like she sneaks out of the spaceship like she just goes out into like space (laughs) yeah I thought that was it was weird because I I liked her sometimes then I didn't like her sometimes Sometimes I was like you're kind of (laughs) dumb yeah like that scene I was watching it and I was like wait why are you just gonna go outside the spaceship like my anxiety (laughs) could never do that yeah, she she just went out the spaceship to look at like the solar flare, and then they're like, "But we can see it just fine from here." And she's like, "No, I'm gonna go risk my life." It was just so weird. I feel like they were like trying to like make her like super cool. I mean, they they did a pretty good job, but like it was just really weird. I was they like, wanted oh. to make her quirky. They wanted to make her like establish her as not like the other people. Yeah, they. They did a pretty good job. I'll, I'll give them that. And, like, also, like, I love Kirsten Storm. So, I like, love that. Uh, so, also, another thing is she's really smart. She uncovered a whole mastermind scheme to bring down the space station, which would have, like, killed all of her, like, 100 friends and family that she's lived with for, <laughs> I don't know, like, a lot of years. I don't know. I think they said eight years. Like, she eight went years. on when she was five, and then she got – can I say that? Like, can I say spoilers? Yeah, say spoilers. Whatever. Yeah, They're she listening. Got, it's a whole spoiler. And she got kicked off, like, yeah. at 13 because she That's, doesn't know how to act. So. Uh, literally, I would be, like, the kind of person that would get kicked off of the spaceship. I feel like I would. I would just be, like, too And much they're, like, you're anymore. grounded. It's so cheesy. Yeah, and they're, like, and then they're, like, no, 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 you don't understand. You're grounded. It was <laughs> so – they tried to, like, make so many jokes that I feel like they just, like, missed. Yes. Or, like, all of the slang – I feel like those were all jokes that were like kind of missed. And like the Zetus Lapidus, it's they say it so many times. Zetus Lapidus. <laughs> okay, so this is like a kind of an inappropriate story. So I'm gonna keep it like very PG because like you know my mom does listen to the podcast sometimes. She'll only listen like I'll say like one bad thing and like she'll like count, <laughs> call me out. But so I was watching this movie once and my mom walked in like right as they said Zetus Lapidus and they did not think that it said Lapidus. They were thinking of something else. If you can like figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And so I was dying and she's like did they just say that? And I was like mom this is a kids movie. Oh my gosh it does kind of sound like that Zetus Lapidus. I mean it does almost sound like a disease. Yeah. Oh, well, I was like just laughing. What was it? Yeah. So, mom, if you're listening, hey, what's up? <laughs> so, back to Xenon. She also, I love like how she's like so dedicated to her family, even though her family like doesn't care about her like at all. Like they sent her off the spaceship. Yeah, they kind of ignore her because they're doing like bone marrow research and they need like the anti gravity. Yeah. And- why? that whole storyline was so confusing like bone marrow and gravity where did it come from and then i don't know if you noticed but like their animals were like floating in these tubes like cgi it was so weird the cgi in this movie was horrible like when the like the shuttle when it got into (laughs) it was so bad i can't even i don't know okay it was so of its time though it was like I was just I just did an episode about Wendy Wu 
and mm-hmm. we talked about like the cgi and like if it was bad in 2006 just like this is like even worse <laughs> It was so bad. But Xenon, other than that, like, super cool. Like, I didn't really, like, hate her at all to- at any time. I She just did get a little annoying. Like, why I didn't understand, like, some of her choices in life. Same. But I feel like I can't judge. You know, like, I don't understand half of my life choices either. So, like. Yeah. I think sometimes she, like, I think they wanted to make her, you know, that trope of, like, Disney Channel where the kids are just, like, kind of mean to their parents and they're, like, yeah. really independent. It was, like, that to, like, another level. It was, like, too much. I feel like they were trying to, like, play her as something that she definitely wasn't at all. Definitely. Okay. Well, Xenon, you have survived the That's So Matthew criticism so far. But now we move on to the next character, which is Raven Simone's character, Nebula Wade. Also, Nebula, whenever I hear that, I think of the one character from, like, Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know if, like, you know who I'm talking about. But, like, there's, like, a Nebula. I think I know who you're talking about, but I'm not familiar with, like, very familiar with Guardians of the Galaxy. She has, like, blue skin, and she's, like, a robot. I don't really understand. Uh, I haven't seen that movie in, like, a really long time. But Nebula, um, she is very, very sassy, very, like, raven Simone. She's so smart, too. Like, she wrote the essay to dance with Protozoa, and, like, she would, like, tinker and, like, make jewelry out of, like, the recycle bin. I, I think I liked her more than I liked Honestly, I think Nebula. I did, too. And, like, also, I don't know how old Raven was in this, but she was, like, she looks so young in this movie. Yeah, she's so, she's, she's always been so pretty, and I just feel like there. She still she's is, like, like, she doesn't even age yeah. at all. She doesn't age. I love her hair. I love, like, the pigtails with like it's so cool yeah it's so cool i love her and she's like so intelligent and so smart like i love it and she's just she's like such a good student and like i don't know i don't like i know that like raven she did i think she was in the first and second one of this i don't think she was in the third one which is like the same thing she did for cheetah girls because she was in the first one and the second one but not in the third one but like i think it's super cool because she's been in like so much disney channel stuff like this that's a raven cheetah girls raven's home Mm -hmm. like i I, it's so iconic like you can't not like her yeah and her character like nebula i kind of wish i kind of wish she was the main character sometimes just because like i don't know she was just so smart and she was always like trying to tell xenon like just to do the right thing and she like she didn't listen xenon didn't listen to her but at the same time, she still helped Xenon, like, save the space station. I feel like Xenon doesn't listen to anyone. So, like, yeah. why would she listen to, like, her best friend? Yeah. Like, I just was, like, kind of irritated with that. Like, oh, I didn't say that. I should have said that, like, when we were talking about Xenon. But I felt like she was, like, never listening to anyone. And, like, personally, that irritates me a little bit. Because, mm-hmm. like, I'm, like, a very, like, follow-the-rule person. Like, which I hate about myself. But, like, I'm just a follow-the-rule, like, stay-in-your-lane kind of person. And I was, like, No. <laughs> Yeah, I sometimes I felt like Xenon was kind of disrespectful, like kind of. I feel or, like she just was straight up disrespectful. No, she was straight up disrespectful. I'm being too nice to her. She like she just completely disregarded like everyone's authority and I know she like meant well, but it yeah. didn't help her cause cuz like w- no one believed her because she was always making trouble. And that's like literally the whole point of the movie. I forgot that one guy's name. I think his name is like Flank or something. He literally is like, the, all the children are bad. And I feel like, I wonder oh, why. Plank? 
all the children are bad. It's because of that. It's because of Xenon, because he like mm-hmm. Xenon has caused all this trouble. Yeah, because she's always asking that one kid for the codes, like the code pad. Which I think is just so funny to me. Like, <laughs> I don't know. This whole movie, like looking back, like I didn't realize how like cringy it was like while watching it <laughs> until looking back like even in my notes i was like oh this isn't that bad of a movie mm-hmm. then i looked back and i think <laughs> i still think it's cool i think it's like super cool like 21st oh, century but it's I, just weird i thought it was also kind of weird how like so when they're like in space like it is kind of futuristic like their outfits and some of the technology but when she gets on earth it looks like 1999 I know. And, like, realistically, 1999 and 2040, like, 5 or 47 is, like, completely different. It's so, it was so weird. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know. Like, is it a whole different time on the spaceship? And they just, and also, like, the only thing that's kind of the same is, like, their their slang. Yeah. Because Gregory is, like, viral means nasty and da-da-da means this. Yeah, like, the slang in this movie is, like, so 90s. It's so funny minor aunt judy (laughs) yeah and then now we have i guess this is a perfect time to talk about aunt judy holly fulger judy so judy honestly is like a iconic aunt honestly she she's my favorite i think she might be one of my favorite characters like other than nebula yeah and she's so cheesy she also like doesn't eat very well which is like kind of funny because i feel like in the spaceship they're always like eating i don't really know if they ever showed us eating but in space i feel like they always ate like healthier one of the the opening scenes is like she's late to breakfast xenon is late to breakfast and they still have and then she goes into this closet and one of the kitchen staff like gives her like this bar and it looks kind of like a protein bar i don't know if that's protein bar i don't know if that's what they eat or not but she also Mm -hmm. says like oh we just have like hydroponic food like it's all organic and all of this and aunt judy is like oh well i couldn't deal with all that purity like yeah xenon is and not xenon and judy is very she's just so funny Mm -hmm. iconic they also she looks so much like xenon like she looks more like xenon than her actual mom yeah they look related they did a good job of like making them look related yeah i love it honestly and judy is also probably one of my favorites and that one scene where like xenon is in bed and she's like everything is gonna be okay like that was so wholesome i really thought that was wholesome honestly we all need like an aunt judy in our life i feel like that would just make my life so much better just be like you got this like she just oh so amazing uh and then when xenon like her love interest with like Gregory and then she sees them and she's like wow you got a boy before I did and I've been on earth my whole life honestly that also like was super cute we can talk about Gregory when I guess we can just go to Gregory right now we didn't really get too too much from Gregory he is her love interest which I thought was like super cute like oh my gosh she's on earth and she already gets someone uh and she also like is super upfront with him like yeah. the entire time. I wrote down like two quotes in my notes. Uh, if you want to kiss me, just do it or <laughs> care to try again. Like, whoa. Oh, there. Even for Disney, that's kind of like. So we're just talking about the Gregory. Gregory, super upfront. And for Disney, like, it was a little, sh- like it was a little shocking. Yeah. Like, usually. usually- I feel like in Disney movies, they, like, almost do, and then they don't, and then it's just understood, like, that they don't. 
but then they actually when she leaves like she actually they were iconic like the the relationships at my school could never it's like a little like slap in the face to all of you that are listening well also like she was so mean to him at first too she was was like "Uh, i don't want your help yeah like when the one girl came up to her like when her and her aunt were like eating dinner she was like so mean and i was like wait why are we being mean like yeah margie i think that was her name yeah probably margie that sounds right and she had a crush on gregory like later you find out that she she liked him she was just salty yeah and then he was like i will never be your boyfriend when they get into like the self-driving car I never was. It was so funny. Oh my gosh. Okay, up next we can talk about Commander Plank. He is just annoying because he's like, children are bad, and he doesn't listen that Xenon like the whole thing is gonna happen, and he like doesn't trust Xenon because he's annoying. Like, Mm -hmm. and I think it's just weird, like, because everyone's like, oh my gosh, Commander Plank, and he comes in and it almost looks like a cult leader or something like they're all gathered around him and he's like okay guys yeah i was like wait whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. why are they and they all like loved him so much and they all trusted him so blindly like for no reason i would not trust a guy named plank like ew and like he's just <laughs> he even like it, i'm pretty sure like i'm not 100 percent sure because i might have been dozing off i also watched this rather late at night but i feel like they also like he's the reason that xenon like left because he's like oh she's a troublemaker you can't trust troublemakers like yeah, what and, and doesn't he say like if you guys don't do something about this like i'll do it myself yeah uh my, he no wonder he doesn't have kids he needs to take care of everyone else's kids like i was i was really irritated i wrote that in my notes i was like i also called him flank the whole time instead of plank um i was like this guy irritates me yeah i thought that was kind of weird but then at the end like with judy and they're like jamming out to the concert i was like oh okay and and the band no the thing is the band is called microbe but then when he's like or no that wasn't him that was the guy from the wyndham com oh he's like not even good either like the wink and she always like imitates his wink yeah i guess we can talk about parker windham who is the villain of the film he is trying to like take a computer to uh, like crash the station for insurance is, money like insurance money guy pack it up it was just so like this whole movie like the space bar was super cool but like the earth plot was so weird like there's so much going on I just thought it was so weird how like he like wanted to destroy his own property and you never really know why until like pretty late in the movie when she just happens to say oh for insurance purposes like as if it were like an afterthought like oh shoot we didn't say like why he wants to do this. Yeah it was like uh what's the best way to describe it it was like it felt like very rushed put together like almost because like I feel like they didn't like know what his purpose was and he's like oh I want insurance money like yeah that's a total valid reason I want insurance money I'll go crash my car. Yeah it was so weird plus like I'm sorry like just in real life terms like your own spaceship blowing up and like ejecting all of the mem all of the scientists into like a different universe i mean i'm not sure what how great publicity that is like 
yeah it was so weird and like then like they had to like create a virus to like not make that this happen like this whole thing happen but then like commander plank he comes back and he's like super impressed and it's so Mm. weird like it's and then he's like oh she sabotaged it and it was just Mm -hmm. so much going on i was like take a break yeah i think there was a lot they tried to put a lot into the plot like first it was like oh, she has to save the spaceship, but also she has to get back on the spaceship so she can dance with Protozoa. And then you don't really hear too much about that until like the end when she's getting back on the shuttle. And like Protozoa, that name, like it sounds cool, but like it sounds like, what's it called? I don't even know. It sounds like Proto something. It's something that like what's like- Like in biology. Yeah, 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 biology. Um, yeah, I don't cause, know. Because the band is called a microbe, which, I mean, a microbe is literally kind of, it could be, like, a disease. I feel like it's not a very good name for <laughs> No, I'm trying to figure out what, like, it's called. It's, like, when you, like, make a, a version of something before it's, like, the final thing. Oh, a prototype? Yeah, that. I am so dumb, guys. I don't even no. know what that was. <laughs> it was so funny. I literally could not figure out what it was. But yeah, so Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century, the characters are like, also, I don't really want to talk too much about like the the parents because I think the parents were such horrible parents in this movie. Yeah. They don't deserve our talking. Yeah, they didn't really pay attention to Xenon. And they like, it's kind of weird because of the mom, like, you kind of, she, they, she, they kind of allude to the fact that the mom wants to protect Xenon by keeping her on the spaceship from like all of the evil on earth but she kind of like fits in better on earth even though she's kind of confused yeah and like also her mom literally is like the reason that she went to earth so like it made no sense like she the mom contradicted herself the whole time yeah and I mean like the plank guy is like oh you should do something about it or like I will but I feel like that's, like, a very last resort type option. Yeah. And, yeah. like, she just went to the extreme. And then the dad was, like, kind of her partner in crime. Like, he was kind of an accomplice with her because they would be, like, lecturing her. And then he, and then the mom would go and she'd be like, yeah, good job. It was, like, everyone – basically, if you – I needed to sum up this movie in, like, one word – it would be every uh, not one word one sentence it'd be like everyone is attacking xenon for absolutely no reason yeah she's a victim low-key like no they like the entire movie and i like i'm gonna be honest i have not seen the second or third one i started the second one but i didn't finish it because i don't know why but i have not seen either of them so i don't really know i'm probably gonna watch them at like some point for the podcast because eventually the goal is to cover all disney channel original movies which is like far far down the line everyone but i just like want to know like why like if it's like also the same in the other movies like do they like also like make her like the victim in every other movie i don't know how they would continue like the plot of xenon because like what like, she saved the spaceship. Like, what more predicament could she get herself into? I'm assuming she probably stays on the spaceship, like, and does something. I don't know. Like I said, I've never seen it. To, like, save her friends from, like, on Earth. Just, like, oh, go back. Oh, that would be good. You should write for Disney. Maybe you're probably better. <laughs> and, like, also, I know that it's, like, called Xenon the sequel instead of the sequel because it's, like, Z. <laughs> it's oh so God. cringe. Like, ew. Like, it's just, like, I'm such a grammar freak. I could never do that. Like, it's so annoying. I think Xenon was kind of, like, every Disney Channel trope 
and just like thrown together into one movie and it's like good but also like very cringe it no it's totally cringe i feel like there's no way to go around it like they just like i feel like not even just like her but every single character in this movie are like all like basically just like the same thing Mm -hmm. they're all like xenon don't do it and then she just does it yeah the story of the entire movie okay that disney honestly looking back it's not that great of a character development and i feel like the only person that ever has development is xenon and like she doesn't even do that much she only just like starts from like being a troublemaker to saving the day and like everyone after she saved the day everyone's like oh my gosh xenon xenon and she's still a brat like she is a brat like i didn't say that but you said it so i'm gonna say it i'm sorry i feel like i'm being so mean but like she's still a brat like i mean she does like give the prize over to um nebula and she dedicates the song to gregory but she's still kind of in it for herself like she didn't even give her friends a proper goodbye on earth who like helped her get and she just kind of calls like one of them but there's like we don't know what happened also we never really like were in he was never like oh hey i'm greg like i just remembered that they they just happen to say, oh by the way his name's greg like it's what? so it's really rushed i feel like looking back it's super rushed like i didn't really notice that like while watching it like i said it was late at night and i probably was like zoned out for half of it but i can still follow but okay. so much attention because i was like oh my gosh like he's gonna know everything about this movie and like okay I i'm gonna be frank with everyone sometimes i watch these movies late at night because i got school i got other stuff to do so sometimes i do zone out like everyone else and like you're not the first person to say that which i think is super cool because like everyone's like oh my gosh she's gonna like be so scary also like one of my guests like told me that they were so scared to record with me because i had like 800 followers and i was like oh my gosh i was like i was like okay because i was thinking about it I went through this phase where I was, like, so nervous to, like, reach out to anyone. And I was, you know what, like, the worst thing they can do is say no. Like, Oh, yeah. No, I usually don't say no. But I do do a little, like, background check. Like, I don't say background check, but, like, I look at your podcast and, like, because I've had, like, really some interesting offers. Like, less, <laughs> that they just, like, were, like, only using me for clout or, like, just trying to, like, be on my podcast, which is, like, that's not so a vibe for me. Yeah, I think you need weird. to be, like, passionate and, like... I do listen to anyone per anyone's podcast that reaches out to me. I'll listen to an episode. So I did listen to your podcast. That's, that's like scary. I want to know what episode. Um, It was whatever your most recent episode was at the time. I think it was the snow day one, maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, if this is my first episode, like, oh, no, I don't. Girl. I never I don't want anyone to listen to my first episode. So I don't listen to anyone else's first episode. <laughs> I, I still get roasted. And that's my most listened episode is my me first too. episode. <laughs> oh so cringy i can't even uh so let's get on track with the plot of the movie we kind of already talked about the plot but you know what let's do it again because i feel like it's it's worth like diving deep into it so basically xenon is 13 years old i'm 16 so i'm like three years older than her i'm 16 too (laughs) yeah we're three years older than xenon and xenon is on a spaceship it's 2049 chelsea clinton is the president which i still am not over that for some reason it's just so random it really is and so now xenon is getting into some trouble because she's adventurous but she's also a troublemaker which i was like they're kind of like contradicting themselves like troublemaker and adventurous but like they could 
she could be an adventurous troublemaker. Mm-hmm. It was like She's, weird. They want her to be quirky. I, yeah. That's the vibe I got. And also, like, the word quirky, which is a fun fact about me, it literally, like, makes me, like, so, like, funny. Like, it makes me laugh because it's such a weird word, like, quirky. <laughs> quirky, like, I'm not like other girls. <laughs> I'm, isn't, I'm pretty sure that's, like, a TikTok sound. Like, I'm not like other girls. I'm quirky. I don't, I don't have TikTok, so. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't, honestly, I have TikTok, but honestly, TikTok is very, like, not good to, like, scroll on because I, like, just scroll for, like, hours. <laughs> I feel like Xenon would be TikTok famous. Like, she'd be making her TikToks. Like, yeah, like, she'll be, like, on the space. Space. She'll be, like, outside the spaceship, like, floating in space, like, <laughs> making a TikTok. She'd be like, they can't catch me. Yeah, no, literally. I could literally see her, like, doing a TikTok dance, like, in the middle of space. Like, I'm a savage. Ooh, but, like, also, but it's 2049. So, like, they're they're probably singing that one song. Like, zoom, 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 might make my heart go boom, boom, boom. I have that song stuck in my head still, and it's been, like, a few days. It's so, it's, like, a really bad song, honestly. Like, the lyrics are really poorly written, but it slaps. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, I love it. My supernova girl. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, so, what? where are we even? Okay, so then she, like, goes outside of the spaceship when she's not supposed to. And her parents are like, yeah, no. And so they're like, we're going to ground you. Literally ground you. Like, what? <laughs> the script is, like, actually, like, written well for, like, jokes in 1999. So like, I feel like we have to keep that in mind a little mm-hmm. bit. But, like, that, I thought that was super funny. And so Edward Plank is, like, being annoying, like, as always. Because what else does he do? And so... Then she goes to live with Aunt Judy, who's, like, afraid of space and, like, super afraid to, like, go anywhere. And she's, like, super cool, which I vibe with. I vibe with her. And she's a great aunt. Yeah, they made her out to be kind of, like, they made her out to sort of, like, her parents made her out to be this, like, almost this old hag. Like, and she's super cool. and Like, like a crazy yeah. lady. Like a crazy <laughs> aunt. I was, like, wait. And then, like, when they first showed her, I was, like, wait, no. That's not even it at all. Yeah. So crazy. Uh, and so now Xenon needs to fit in with others, um, like kids at school, which I feel like is like the story of every single Disney movie is like a person needs to fit in. Um, and so Xenon like doesn't really like fit in too well. And so then she like starts talking to like Nebula and like all her friends on the spaceship, like via video chat, which is like super cool because like right now in 2021, we're doing a video chat right now for the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Zoom. I, zoom. I, zoom, I zoom, zoom. Like, make a heart go boom, boom, boom. <laughs> zoom anxiety is a thing. No, but um, they like have these little tablets almost. But they, I was going to say, the technology in Xenon looks a lot like technology from 1999. Like they don't really step it up that they much. They don't. Like, they just say it's, like, 2049 and, like, think that it's just, like, gonna, like, convince us all. And, like, t- t- like right now, like we said, we're on a video chat, which is, like, super cool because, like, before COVID and, like, before this, like, I recorded my podcast episodes, like, not over a video chat. And, like, it was so weird. Like, I feel like it just, like, made it better with the video yeah, chat. Yeah, it's so much easier. Like yeah, that. and like- Zoom has improved my audio quality so much. So, like, anyone who listens to any pre-COVID episodes, I'm so sorry for your ears. But, you know, you live and you learn, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so, now, she, like, starts talking with some friends. 
uh she makes friends with andrew and greg and so now they kind of like had a really bad first impression like when they first met which i feel like everyone has like really weird first impressions when they first meet a friend like the first thing that i ever said to one of my very best friends is when we were both like at high school orientation and he was sitting all alone and i literally i can't even believe i said this i went up to him and said you look lonely let's be friends no That sounds like something they would say on the Disney Channel. I know. It's so cringy. To this day, I can't even believe I said it. He just, I mean, I felt really bad because, like, I had, like, one other person I knew. But, like, he was, like, sitting all alone and standing all alone. And, like, I I used to be, like, the person that used to sit alone when I was younger. And I was, like, I can't do this. So I just went up to him and I said, you look lonely. Let's be friends. I feel like that would almost come off as, like, ha, you look lonely. I know. And I felt really bad. And he, like, actually, at first, he absolutely hated me. Because he's, like, you, you, like, insulted me. And I was, like, no, no, no. That's not what I was trying to do. As long as you guys made up. Yeah, and now we're really good friends. So it's okay. But I was like, that's so funny. And he was like, at first I was just forcing to be your friend. (laughs) I can't even believe I'm saying this on the podcast, but whatever, YOLO. Uh, (laughs) So she, while Xenon is on Earth, like living it up in the 21st century on Earth, she uncovers this plot by this guy, Mr. Wintam Parker, whatever we're going to call him. And he is so irritating. He's so irritating. He's so like the classic sort of like white man like greedy businessman like you know he's shady like, just a, by his like, like a classic disney channel villain like i feel like that's oh. literally it like class he looks like a classy. like a disney channel school principal yeah something. and he like we said he's like literally doing it for insurance money that's so random well because at first it's like they're talking about earth like her and nebula and they're like everything down there is motivated by green yeah like they also like they also made earth sound like this horrible horrible place which i feel like mm, is not that far off but yeah. they were Especially like 21st century yeah i was like why what they're like oh my gosh it's so horrible greed <laughs> and i was like wait what it was so weird and i was like so confused and then like two seconds later they're like yeah you're going to earth and she's like, oh, no. Not Earth. Not, not the green. She's like, I'll be 30 pounds heavier on Earth. Okay, that comment, I'm, I wrote that down in my notes. And I was like, wait. I was so uncomfortable at that joke for some reason. I feel like it felt very out of place. And, like, they were, like, they were, like, all, like, holding their cheeks. And, like, it was so, it was so embarrassing. It, and she's 13. Like, she shouldn't care. And then she's, like, stepping off the shuttle. And she's, like, dragging her feet. Like, she can't deal with the weight. It's so weird. Like, this whole movie is, like, so exaggerated. It's so 1999. I just... I loved it, but, like, I also just love to roast it. I, I, yeah, I feel like also, I feel like we're gonna, I'm gonna get a lot of, like, hate from, like, people who love this movie. Like, I'm not trying to, like, bash it. Like, I'm not trying to. They're just making it too easy. Yeah, like, it's sort of, like, you love it, but there's so many just, like, weird things about it that you can't help but, like, Yeah, it's really, it's really cringy. Yeah. It's super cringy. (laughs) 
but yeah we we digress and so now xenon's like yeah you need to like they i don't i'm pretty sure like they video chat which is like cool like video chat and then she's like no you need to listen to me like this is a huge plot like they're gonna they're, you guys are all gonna die like oh like a huge like super thing i thought it was like super funny and like the parents are like mm-hmm. They, like, don't listen to her because Mr. Plank, whatever his name is, Plank, whatever I want to call him. <laughs> like a Plank He's like, yeah, don't listen to her. Kids are troublemakers. She's a troublemaker. That's why she's on Earth. And I was like... Wait. Also, like, the spaceship was shutting down while she called them to tell them that, it, like, that the spaceship was going to shut down. And they were like, hmm, I wonder why. It's so, like, poorly, like, executed. Like, they, like, don't even care. Like, they're about to, like, die practically, I guess you could say. Because, like, if it's going to shut down, it's, like, going to fall, right? It's, like, you know, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Zoom, zoom, zoom. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just so, like, they, like, I don't know what they were thinking. Like, the parents and, like, Mr. Flank. Flank? I don't even know what his name is anymore. (laughs) Flank. He's just, like... And they like I don't understand like what that was going through their brain like what made it okay yeah and they were just like hmm I wonder why everything doesn't work and then there's this one part where like Neb and that like code kid they're like it shuts down <laughs> and Neb is like I can't believe there isn't a manual override to open this door okay it's so like the script writing in space is so <laughs> Especially, like, Nebula, they wrote her, like, as such a, like, super intelligent character, but then, like, they added, like, some super, like, stupid lines. Like, that line. I can't believe there isn't a manual. I wrote that line down. I was like, the manual override. (laughs) It was just, like, so, like, nerdy, like, super computery and, like, hanging out with the code kid, which I think is, like, super funny. Yeah. (laughs) What's his name? I I think we're just going to call him the the code kid. The code kid. I mean, he knows all the codes. Like, honestly, power to him. Like, I'm surprised more of the kids aren't like super smart because their parents are scientists. Like, Neb is super smart. The code kid is pretty smart. But the other kids don't seem that smart. And Xenon isn't that smart either. The other kids are like useless. Like, and they don't and do also, anything. I think there's a part where her mom is like, oh, like, I wanted her to get more into science but and technology, but not like this yeah like the lines were like so why were like they trying to like dim like belittle um xenon so much for like what like for what yeah it's so mean and also i feel like you know how like in school they're like like show don't tell this is like exactly what they were doing they were just like blatantly saying like some random details about the story they're just like insurance money (laughs) like it's so it's so random and i feel like i say that a lot in these episodes i'm like that's so random like it's literally is Mm -hmm. it's so it's so random which is also like a disney show so like haha i'm cool yeah and like i just don't know it's so weird it's so it's so random i said that like five times i'm sorry i gotta i gotta keep going so now Xenon or like um not Xenon Plank is like yeah the reason you're coming back on the spaceship is so that you can go to the concert by Microbe. Yeah, I I don't like the name of the of the band. Also, the we don't really know anything about the other members of the band except Protozoa 
and like the frosted tips like the frosted tips are like super funny to me because i feel like they have frosted tips in like everything mm-hmm. they, I think... they, they wanted to like kind of imitate like a backstreet boys or like uh, a, yeah i was gonna say like backstreet or like in sync i feel like that's what they were going for and i feel like the song even like matches the vibe too I was just talking about Frosted Tips in another episode. I don't know which one it was. I've been recording too many podcast episodes, everyone. I'm, like, so out of touch. Oh, my gosh. No, I totally get it. Yeah, I, so I think it was Descendants. I think it was um, Carlos. Carlos was, like, Frosted Tips. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Frosted Tips, 90s. I thought it was so weird how they – the movie is very 90s, but it's supposed to take place in, like, 2040-something, and they just didn't care to, like – change anything about like the fashion the technology or just like anything yeah it's really it felt just like not it was like really good probably like at the time at the time it was probably like amazing and it is still amazing it's like a you have to like value it for what it is yeah you have to like you can like still love a movie but like still criticize it and i feel like no one understands that like, I'm not going to lie. I've gotten plenty of nasty DMs over people, like, criticizing their favorite DCOM. <laughs> and I'm like, it's like so rude. Like, I'm just stating my opinion. I get it. I'm only 16. You're probably, like, 35. Don't come at You're me. Like, it's so, like, so stupid. Like, the whole point. I literally have, like, in my podcast description, like, if you disagree with me, that's totally fine. Because... I just got like a lot of hate and I was like pack it up it's so unnecessary it's so unnecessary like if you don't if you don't like my opinion then don't listen yeah or keep listening or keep listening like it's just so it's just so weird I don't understand but I'll never understand that but back to Xenon so we're getting pretty close to the end of the movie and this is when things start picking up a little bit we got uh they have to save the spaceship and so um, the friends, Andrew and Greg, Xenon's little besties, they help save the space station. They create a computer virus, which will, like, co- like take over the other virus. Like, they, like, it didn't really make a lot of sense. Because I feel like, how could you, like, out-virus a virus? I think it was sort of, like, because you know how the disc, that was her earring? Yeah. And that was, like, part of... I really, I think that was part of, like, the thing that was supposed to destroy the, that was kind of, I was really lost in that scene, so I can't say, I don't know. I think it was was supposed to be, like, this other chip that was meant to, like, what was it called, like, an undo file, I think that's what they called it. Oh, yeah, 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 that that sounds about right, Mm -hmm. and so from there, now she needs to get onto the space station she goes to the launch yard and then protozoa is there and like they're so excited for their concert and so and now protozoa was like oh my gosh you're xenon because i then i wrote down in my notes i think this was super funny i was like wait how does he know her and then like two seconds later like they literally said it it's a little picture like where she's like pick me I honestly was like so I was like dying that whole like final like couple minutes like of this movie and I was like wait hold up and then from there they Aunt Judy also get on the space station as well as that evil assistant I don't remember what his name is Lutz yeah that guy Lutz mm-hmm. funny name he's too. like a little, he's a little minion I know a kid that's his last name 
and he like tried to go by that name for a while and it didn't stick i wonder why because he's like oh my gosh i'm the evil minion 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 from <laughs> xenon i can't even believe like that honestly like, that i can't even think of calling someone lutz and he breaks like he breaks into their house too like that was kind of weird to me honestly this whole movie is weird like wh- what are we even expecting anymore <laughs> from there and now like no one still believes her and like Mm -hmm. commander plank is like so shocked like no one believes her he doesn't believe her so then they are able to um counter the virus that was created to save the space um station and then windham and let's get arrested and then they're at the micro concert woohoo and sync vibes and Yay. like in their hit song, zoom zoom zoom, make my heart go boom. My heart go boom boom boom. It's <laughs> it's really funny. And then like supernova girl, and like Xenon is the supernova girl. I feel like that's like the hunt, like the whole thing. Like she is like yeah. And they like point at her, and it was just very like the dance moves. You're like. It was so weird. They're all so excited too, and like no, this movie is actually really good. Like I don't have too many complaints. Me like either. ending wrapped it up like mm-hmm. it wrapped up like the plot they were able to save the day like every other disney channel movies and live happily ever after and i mean until xenon the second one xenon the sequel <laughs> and uh yeah so now i have to rate the movie which i feel like is always super hard for me because i'm very indecisive mm-hmm. and so i was really thinking originally i was going to give it like a six and i think that's really low because Same. I feel like it can do a little bit better after talking about it. I feel like also talking about it with someone like kind of changes my opinion a little bit. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm really decisive. So I'm going to say like a seven and a half. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, good. Yeah, it's, it's thrown together. It's really rushed. It's cringe. But, like, it's good cringe. Like, it's something that I, obviously, I've seen it several times, so I watch it again. I'm interested to watch the other films to kind of see what direction they take it. And I still have appreciation for the fact that it it is one of the most iconic decoms. I might not have liked every single aspect of it, but I still respect that it's probably a lot of people's favorite decoms. I respect, like, I respect the cast, Raven, Kirsten. I hope I'm saying her name right, because I feel like I'm going to get all these Xenon stands like, coming in my DMs, like, you said her name wrong. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but, you know, it's so iconic, and I feel like the plot, everything is, like, really good and put together. I mean, it has its flaws. I feel like no movie is perfect. Yep. And I just really appreciate it, honestly. Yeah, I think, also, it kind of, they kind of did do a good job trying to say like a futuristic girl just because she is like very headstrong very independent um very like a girl power movie even though like the, the guys like kind of helped her a lot like she probably wouldn't really yeah i feel like them. they tried to like kind of go for like a girl power thing but like they yeah. failed unfortunately i think it would have been i think it would have been better if like it would have been like girls helping her but at the mm-hmm. same time the love interest so yeah, I don't know Gregory like they're t- like they didn't even have that many scenes together like they kind of snubbed that a little bit and they rushed the relationship she's only been on earth for like four days and she wastes all his money like when they go to the when they go to the restaurant and she gets like 10 dinners and she's not gonna eat that all and then and then he's she's like oh yeah things cost money here like 
Yeah, that was like a really weird comment. I was like, <laughs> of course they cost money. Uh, but yeah, so then um, my classic That's the Matthew question, I've been an- asking this since like day one. If this movie came out on Disney Channel today, do we think it'd do as well? And now I feel like if it came out today, it would completely change the dynamic because obviously we're in the 21st century. But I feel like it would like be better, like CGI wise, plot wise, probably the same. Like, I just feel like it would be better because like the futuristic spacing worked like back then, but like looking back at it now, it aged not as great. But like we said, it's still pretty good considering it was made in 1999. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's so, it's fine. I can edit this out. Oh my gosh, yeah. Anyways, chat. This fucking dog. Gonna, like, rip his larynx out. Anyway. Cut that violet shit out. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, yeah, I think it would totally work now but they would probably have to like play up the girl power thing more for it to work and i think that like the idea of like space is really cool but they would have to like make it more futuristic also i didn't mention this but i made like a mental note of it they do online school oh so they got that right about the 21st century because like the hologram is teaching them oh yeah they also like have holograms in here and i feel like no we're not even close to having holograms I'm glad that they, like, didn't do, like, a hoverboard thing, because I feel like that's, like, a super basic, like, you know, like, 21st century thing. Uh, or, like, the self-driving cars they got right, but unfortunately they did not get the global pandemic political instability part right. Oh, yeah, they were, yeah. I mean, Chelsea Clinton was, like, pretty close. <laughs> yeah. They got, like, half of it. Mm-hmm. I was, I was well, just, like, really laughing. Like 20 years in the future, even for us, so, like, who knows? You never know. You never know. I feel like that's a good point. So I do hope to see the day of 2049 so I can, like, see what all the talk is about with Xenon and, like, see, like, if it's as good. Also, if Chelsea Clinton is president, I think that'd be super funny. Same. I feel like they should just play that part in the inauguration if she ever is president. And frankly, I honestly don't even know if I'd be surprised at that point. So, yeah. It'd be, I'd be, I'd be very interested to see how things play out in the future. So uh, I think that's about it for the podcast today. So before I do all my plugs closing, if you want to plug all of your podcasts, like socials and your podcast. All right. So my podcast is Wait and See with Celeste Lynch. Um, You can follow us on Instagram at Wait and See Podcast. Um, It's available anywhere you get podcasts. And don't forget to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, rate the Apple Podcasts. I I know as a podcaster, those literally make my day, seeing an Apple Podcast review. And there will be, like, links in the show notes below to, like, her Instagram and, like, her all of her, like, links. And then you can also... Oh, she'll be tagged on Instagram. Sorry, guys. I'm, like, blanking out, like, right as I'm about to end. <laughs> and you guys can follow me on Instagram at That's So Matthew. And on Twitter at That's So Matthew 1. Facebook.com slash That's So Matthew. 
uh what else tiktok at that so matthew we love to hype it up on there i think i should make like a tiktok of like xenon hanging out of like the window and be like put like savage or something to it oh my god promote the app and what else there's other stuff go to my website that's matthew.com check out the fun stuff out there check out the merch all the fun stuff uh what else i feel i think that's it yeah merch and yeah check out all my other episodes new episodes come out every single week every friday yeah have a great rest of your day everyone thank you so much for listening and i'll see you guys in another episode again soon bye